This is the Happily Living Podcast, where we discuss how to better ourselves by developing routines that set us up for a better existence, uncovering deeper connections with nature, and growing awareness, leaving you with a new relationship between you and the world. Let's get into it. Welcome back to another episode on the Happily Living Podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Brown, and in this two-part special, we discuss Santa's nightly routine, the red edition. First of all, I'd love to introduce to you all the beauty of a well-balanced nightly routine. Having a routine can be very difficult when you can't seem to get motivated. One of the lovely ways to get yourself back on track and being able to feel productive is by looking at what your nighttime routine looks like. And above all, get a good night's rest. Getting a good night's rest is one of the most important things you can do for yourself, and feeling fulfilled in your day-to-day and having a sense of control is honestly one of the best feelings ever, in my personal opinion. I honestly feel so out of balance when I am not in a good routine. I'm a person who loves structure and loves consistency or even just having a set schedule. Now, I am more aware of the struggles of life and how it is not always like that, but with the way I am, knowing what I like. I try to find ways that I can create that sense of structure to feel at bay. It keeps me having a calm sense of headspace and a sense of accomplishment and fulfillment with my time and the goals that I'm working towards. So what I can control is what I try to focus on monitoring and helping that for my sense of sanity. (laughs) So if you're like me, this is an episode for you. I like to look forward to routines. I'm the type of person that enjoys staying busy with doing things that I like to do, the stuff that I have set for myself. If I'm constantly having plans with someone or appointments every single day, that can get super draining. I'm more referring to waking up, going to the gym first thing in the morning. Huge, huge step for myself. Coming back, taking a shower, doing my skincare regime, and starting my day. This is ideally around 8, 8.30, nine hopefully earlier in the morning because it allows me to have such a higher level of energy to work on everything that i want to do that can be job applications that can be the podcast that can be looking for homes and doing real estate that can be responding to emails practicing violin every single day tuesdays i have soccer in the evening thursdays through sunday at my job bartending so i get half my day taken up on the thursday through sunday from my job alone and i have to do things earlier so i can get those things done Now, if I want a more structured routine, I try to keep that consistent throughout the week. If you are like me and you have goals that you want to work towards and you have a lot to get done, then being out of balance and out of a good routine can seem draining and inefficient. Now, I know being that I am 23 years old, many people can say that I have my whole life ahead of me, but that is something I don't want to wait for it to happen for me. I want to take control of it myself. I want to pave the life I want to live and dream of. At the end of the day, if you want to do that, I say go for it. Create the life you've always wanted to dream of. Create the life you deserve. Now, we all get out of routine sometimes. We have those periods of being in a funk. I just recently was in one. But the best way to get after it and get back into a routine is by looking at your night routine, like I said. So what does that look like for you? Many people don't even have one. They come home from work, eat dinner, they watch TV until they get tired, and then go to bed. Now, if this is you, you aren't the only one. It's okay, but you're aware of it now. I do strongly encourage you though, especially if you do feel like you're always tired and never have any energy, to see how this isn't working for you anymore. And maybe you need a switch up. I encourage you to make one because it's a serious game changer. It helps you level up your day-to-day self. Now, why is this episode themed Santa's nighttime routine? 
He has one day every year where he does an insane job, both physically and mentally. So every day up to that point is extremely busy and important. But by having a good night routine, he's able to be productive and on top of it on a day-to-day basis. So let's get into what he does every night. Probably very similar to my own routine. I like to think that Santa's nightly routine is golden. And I'm excited to start it with you because I, like I said, have been needing to get back into a better day-to-day schedule myself. So let's start with dinner time. I try to eat at 6 if possible. That's my goal. Doesn't always happen, but that's my goal. And that way I am done by 7 and can get ready to wind down at least 2-3 to hours before bed. This means that I have an hour to do what I want and then the next 2 hours are dedicated to winding down. And that can mean skincare, self-care, and creating a dreamy space in my bedroom. The first thing I like to do to wind down is create a cold atmosphere in my room. By having a colder climate when you sleep, your body is actually able to lower its core temperature. This initiates the production of melatonin in your body in order to get a better night's rest. When I was in Africa at the Rhino Conservation Center, we would start our days at 6 a.m. So this would look like getting coffee or tea in the kitchen and be down to the Bomas at 6.30. Our work day wouldn't end until about 5 p.m. After 5 p.m., we would have free time until dinner at 6. Once dinner was over, then we would, for me especially, get ready for bed. Now, here in the U.S., this may look like getting off work at 5 and then driving home and getting home at 6 or transitioning from a work mindset to being at home. By this time especially, it was winter in Africa. It's also wintertime here for us. That means it can be dark and it's an amazing transition after work. So you can take a shower, you can do your skincare. So all you really have to do after dinner is brush your teeth and put on your pajamas. If that's not something that interests you, you can do that afterwards. So from here, you can give yourself options as to what you can do for your downtime. For me, in Africa, I would watch something for an hour, and then at 8.30, start reading. I could hang with the girls until 7.45, and then go back, wind down, and start reading. Okay, there's all different options, but being wintertime there, not only did it get darker sooner, but it got colder very, very fast. So I already had a colder atmosphere in my bedroom, which was very helpful. I hope you can hear the consistency though in those options. Every scenario there was reading right before bed. Reading is not a thing that a lot of people enjoy doing. I didn't enjoy reading until recently, a couple years ago. I started getting really interested in self-help, growth, all different types of books. And I don't know what it is about that genre, but it's something that really interests me. It helps me emotionally. It helps me mentally. It helps me figure out different ways that I want to carry on my day physically. You know, it's really helped me progress into the person that I'm trying to become. I also read finance books because I haven't always been educated with financial abilities, you know, so I want to make sure that I set myself up for success in the future. You know, I'm doing everything I need to do in order to get to where I want to be financially. There's other books that many other people read that could be fiction, nonfiction. You can do anything. It's all up to you. This isn't like school where we were traumatized, really, with reading. We had that negative connotation because we had to do it in a certain time frame while we had all these other things going on in our life with school and classes and outside curricular activities. Not to mention we would always have to give a synopsis or summary about it and it was always books that we didn't care for. This is your choice. You get to choose what book you want to read and you get to choose the pace you want to read it. You don't have to provide a synopsis to anybody. This is about you. This is about creating a healthier structure for yourself and setting yourself up for a better routine every single day. Okay? And this 
has been a huge game changer for me to read before bed. I struggle with insomnia, so I don't have melatonin production, and I had to, still have to, rely on medication until I find something naturally that can work just as good for me. I have had insomnia since I was four. I wasn't diagnosed until I was 10. For me, having insomnia, I can't fall asleep and I can't stay asleep. So what that would look like is not being able to fall asleep until 5 in the morning. It was pretty consistent. It was around 5 every time. Then I wasn't able to sleep past 7 a.m. Roughly two hours of sleep that was just constant tossing and turning. So it wasn't even really good deep sleep. I wasn't going through my sleep cycles. My body wasn't able to rest, recover, develop new cells, various things. I was struggling. I was really struggling and so was my parents because I would wake them up and this affected them or how I would act throughout the day. So sleep is very, very important for us. If you don't get good sleep, you don't have energy. You don't. If you oversleep, you don't have energy. So trying to get that good balance between knowing how much sleep your body actually needs is so important. For me, it's around seven and a half hours. Seven and a half hours, if I oversleep past that, I'm too tired, I don't have a lot of energy throughout the day. If I sleep under that, again, I'm too tired and I don't have a lot of energy throughout the day. So trying to figure out that balance for yourself can be difficult, it can be time consuming because it takes a little bit to figure out what works for you. But once you do, it's so worth it. Everything's temporary, okay? Trying to figure out the schedule for yourself, trying to figure out a good night routine, that's all temporary. The struggle is temporary. Once you figure that out for yourself, that's permanent. That's something you can rely on. That's something that you know works for you. And it's something that your future self will greatly appreciate. So please think about this. Please prioritize this. It's something that will definitely set you up for success. Given that I don't have a lot of melatonin production, I would rely on taking melatonin supplements. I did some research a long time ago and I've stopped taking melatonin supplements. The problem with melatonin supplements is a couple of things that you may not have known about. Our body naturally produces melatonin in order for our body to transition into falling asleep. Now, mine doesn't because I do have insomnia. If you don't have insomnia, if you don't have sleep apnea, you could still be low on melatonin production but there are ways you can naturally initiate that production. I've learned to be able to find a way that can help me initiate melatonin production so that way I don't have to rely on melatonin supplements. Now let me let me continue because I'm kind of going into that a little too much, but essentially production of melatonin is released from our pineal gland and it's stimulated when we are in darkness. In a time that we live, we are being constantly surrounded by light, not natural light, but blue light. And this can prevent the melatonin production in our body. And I'm sure you've heard of this, but we don't do anything about it. The reason why I'm such an advocate for reading before bed is because it helps you destimulate your brain. Now, personally, I have two. <laughs> I like to destimulate my brain before bed, but it also helps me hit my goal of 24 books in a year. Okay? So that's something that I have motivated me. But... It's a great habit to have. It helps us slow down because we are always so go, go, go all day long. And slowing down our thoughts that is constantly surrounding our minds, it, it puts us in a, a sense of calming, peaceful state. And we all love that. Why meditation and yoga are something that a lot of people do is to quiet the mind. Reading can help you quiet the mind. Now, being aware of two things. Looking at melatonin supplements, you want to make sure that it's third-party tested. This means that the product is tested among other 
organizations, other parties, these parties make sure that the amount that is stated on the bottle, on the product, actually the amount that's actually in the product, okay? You may be like, why the heck wouldn't it be? There are so many things, if you haven't listened to my podcast, my previous episodes, a lot of organizations and businesses and FDA approvals and whatever else, things that we put into our body isn't always really regulated. So most of the time, if you have ever felt lethargic and groggy the next day from taking melatonin the night before, you're more than likely taking a supplement that actually has way more in it than it tells you. Melatonin is supposed to only last two hours in your body. Two. So if you're feeling side effects of grogginess the next day, there is way more in there. What the third-party testing does is it helps provide you a sense of relief knowing that what's in it is actually what's in it and you don't have to feel that grogginess the next day. You don't have to feel lethargic. You don't have to worry about being overdosed with melatonin. So that's priority number one. Priority number two, you want to make sure that you do not constantly rely on melatonin supplement every single day. How often you take melatonin is something you want to look at. And this is extremely important because if you take melatonin consistently, you actually harm your pineal gland and your body can become dependent on this supplement and it will no longer be able to naturally produce it. So both of these being third-party tested and how often you take it is something you want to be aware of because you may need to lay off on it for a while or you may need to find a better supplement brand. And you want to start introducing ways that you can create a stimulating environment for your circadian rhythm to be aligned instead of wasting money and trying to rely on supplements that I don't have to rely on anymore. I do not do melatonin supplements anymore. I don't. I don't take it. The second part of a good nighttime routine is stretching. Stretching even for three minutes, you guys. Three minutes. You can do it. This can promote muscle relief, lower levels of stress, Overall, allow your body to get into a transition, a state of relaxation. So many of us are standing all day or sitting all day and our body needs to just get a good stretch. You know when you stretch and you're like, "Mm." like it just feels so good. It relieves that muscle tension throughout your body and you can feel a major difference in your flexibility. Like I said, relaxation. It also helps with blood flow. This inevitably all contributes to the quality of your sleep. The third thing I like to do before bed is journaling. You may be like, bro, I don't do that. I know I've heard about it. I've been told to do it. I know I should do it. I I don't though. Having a journal can help you release everything that's on your mind. Everything you constantly think about. Everything that you need to do. Things that people have said that bother you from weeks ago, from today. Things that you are guilty about. Things that have been on your mind. Everything. Everything. Or even things that have happen that are great. Write it down. Write it down. Journaling is a different word for diary. They're the same thing. Many people do journal prompts, so it's different than just having a diary. So a journal can kind of be a level up of a diary to where you can create a, I want to say like a stimulating environment for yourself you can write down what I used to do to get into journaling I looked at a prompt from Pinterest and what this was you'd write down a template essentially the first thing was my mood colon blank out of 10 then I'd write three things I'm grateful for then I'd write my affirmations then I would write things I want to let go like things that are on my mind, 
The next thing was priorities. What do I want to prioritize for my day? The next thing was, how is this helping my goals be achieved for the month? Like, how were these priorities that I have for the day helping me achieve my monthly goals? From there, how are these goals helping me achieve my yearly goals? And from there, what are things that I need to let go that's holding me back? So it's different from things I'm letting go because things I'm letting go was more of a mental headspace. Things I'm letting go that's holding me back from achieving these goals or things that I physically do or emotionally do that cause me to physically act in a certain way. Now this can kind of be overwhelming. Essentially for you to start journaling, all you have to do is write down your thoughts. Get a book, get a journal, get a notebook, get a pad of paper. This is private. This is yours. You don't need to share it with anybody. Don't feel like when you write this down, it makes it real. It's already real. If it's in your mind, it's already real. And it's worse than writing it down. Because once you write it down, a literal weight will be lifted off your shoulders. Your mind will have a sense of clarity. You won't be brain fogged. You won't have this fatigue. You won't have this overwhelming stress. You won't have to be like, oh, there's something I need to do, but I can't remember. Every time you write something down, it helps you. Not only does it help you kind of stabilize that remembrance if it's something you need to do or if having a good day, but if it's something that's stressful, it helps you release that tension and you can move on with yourself. That's why it's such a big thing. That's why you see it all the time. That's why you hear people talk about it all the time because it does make a difference. I started two years ago in November and it has not only lifted me immensely into a whole other level of being peaceful and having a positive headspace, it's also transitioned me introducing myself to affirmations and the benefits of vision boards and creating monthly and yearly goals for myself I mean I went from not reading at all hating reading to reading 24 books in a year 24 I I don't even know how I got to that point but I did it and it was so simple what I did created monthly goals there's 12 months in a year divide 24 by 12 and you get two well I have to read two books a month that can seem overwhelming but if you read a chapter a day you finish that book by how many chapters there are that's how many days it takes so if I have 10 chapters I finish it in 10 days and then I still have a 30-day month there was so many different ways I was able to complete this goal and feel accomplished be able to feel productive during the times that I don't have a lot going on because I'm still working on things i been trying to manifest and it's just either not my time right now and there's a better time but these are things that are actually helping me develop into the person I'm trying to become and it all started from a night routine so it's a huge thing it helps you create a skill in yourself that you never thought would be so beneficial another part of the routine that I have for myself is by creating a space that helps me still be able to see but is another stimulant for the production of melatonin this is red light Red light is actually something very, very beneficial. The wavelengths in red light help you with many different recoveries. I see myself in the future getting a infrared sauna. That is something I really am working towards, really am saving up for, and provides you many, many health benefits, helps muscle recovery, growth, cell reproduction, stimulate calming relief and anxiety relief. But until then, I'm creating a red light space in my bedroom. So I turn on my salt lamp and I bought a red light bulb for my nightstand. Having a red light still allows me to be able to read my book, do my stretches, journal, 
but I'm also setting myself up for success and I'm able to fall asleep quicker. So let's just backtrack and do everything in order, okay? Because I know that's quite a bit, a little overwhelming. First, we have dinner, take a shower, do my skincare regime and brush my teeth. That gets done every single time. Then I create a cold room by opening up my windows a crack or turning on all the fans. I don't want it cold enough to where I can't get myself out of bed in the morning. That's the worst. I want it to be where I can have my blankets and feel chilly with my breath in my face. I'm not trying to elicit getting a cold by any means. I'm trying to elicit cooling down my body core temperature and initiating the production of melatonin. Then I turn on my red light and salt lamp. I get my pajamas on, start my three minute stretches. And after I put on, oh, I forgot to mention this, my blue light glasses. So after that, I put on my blue light glasses and start my journaling followed by the reading. So my boyfriend got me into blue light glasses and if they are actually blue light, they work. Mine came with a card and a blue light so you can actually point the blue light at the glasses and see if it gets through the card. Now, you can try anything like paper or shirt or another card if you're skeptical about the card that they provide. So no blue light pierces through these glasses that I have. Essentially, the benefit of blue light glasses is if you want to or even have to work later at night or watch something on the TV, you can still transition by blocking the blue light. I personally love using them when I'm driving home from work because I am a bartender, so I work late nights and that can be harder to transition from working this like go, go, go system and then going home and it's rest. It's a very hard transition. What I do is I put on the blue light glasses as I drive home because one, I don't know if it's because I'm getting older, I'm only 23. So I shouldn't be feeling old, but my eyes now are just super sensitive to the car lights at night. So it helps a lot, but it also helps me transition from that period, like I said, in order to stimulate melatonin production as I go to sleep. So there you have it, folks. <laughs> that is Santa's nighttime routine, Red Edition. And I hope you enjoyed it and will change up yours to create a better day-to-day -day lifestyle for yourself and your life that you want to create. I hope that if this helps you change the way you start your day, have a routine, get things done, and be there for yourself. Because you, at the end of the day, are going to be with yourself your whole life and you have to be your biggest advocate. And these are things that you can do to be there for yourself. Tag me in your post as you listen to this episode so I can reach out and show my love don't forget to like and subscribe. And if you haven't already, leave this podcast a review, please. I would be so grateful because it helps me know what your thoughts are and how this podcast benefits you. It also helps others discover this podcast and what it is all about. I appreciate all of your love and support in creating something that is so special and close to me. Thank you guys so much for listening and I hope you guys have an amazing week and weekend. I will catch you guys on next week's episode with love and light.